Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thelonia. And today we are talking about the first three episodes of the second season of Mindhunter. Um, oh boy. Yes. I forgot how much I like this show until I'm watching it. And I'm like, yeah. I can't stop. It's very mm. gripping to like watch the interviews. It is less gripping. <laughs> to, I feel like this is a bit of an aggressive stance. Um, but sort of like with last season's. Uh, romantic plotline and this season's romantic plotline. I'm just like, let's get back to the murder, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I appreciate that you guys have lives outside of work, and I also appreciate that it's not Holden because he's <laughs> so boring. So it's like this is way better, but I'm still like, but the murders though. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so interested in these interviews and yeah, and like the crimes that they're investigating that it's like hard to be like, oh yeah, let's go bowling. Cause then you're like, no murders. <laughs> but, and, um, anyway. yeah, you definitely have personal things this season that are like way more interesting where I'm like, mm -hmm. I would like a lot more information. What the fuck is going on? Brian, yeah. what the hell? What the hell, Brian? Brian. <laughs> Brian has a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so uh, this season had a hell of an opener. It's uh, as yes. always. We start with the BTK. Always our, our favorite, our favorite guy. I say not <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and uh, the first one is a, a whopper. It's the wife walking in on him, uh, autoerotic asphyxiationing himself in the bathroom, uh, in women's clothing, uh, which is. Always a fun thing for you to find your husband doing. And I, I think it's funny that, well, maybe not funny is the right word, but in the second episode, they sort of continue this thread with his wife giving him a book that's like about sexual deviance. Yeah. And, stuff. and oh, he's like, sleeping on the couch and it's like, yep. Yep. This I mean, is she didn't leave him. So, you know. Situation. Yeah. And it didn't seem like that. Well, maybe this is just a 2019 thought, but, like, it doesn't seem that crazy that, like, that is a thing that a person... Like, I'm like, he's not a murderer straight from this. Yeah. So I can understand that the wife might be, like, weirded out, but also um, not, like, start suspecting him as a killer quite yet. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it is probably a surprising thing to come yep. home to. Uh, but, you know... Uh, as far as I know, he never hurt anyone in his family. So, uh, <laughs> so they, good they good. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Um, no, <laughs> and then we I, get back to our boy. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't like that. Uh, the first time knowing what we know later that we see Bill and Brian, who is now a bigger boy. Uh, uh -huh. in church and there's like a long lingering shot of Jesus on the crucifix and I'm like oh, <laughs> haunting <laughs> don't like it don't like it Brian learned the right lessons from this yeah and of course he was like there were some I feel like there was a scene last season that was like oh go play with the other kids at yeah. church which comes back in a bad way. <laughs> Sometimes other kids are bad to be around. Yeah. 
This is true. And sometimes uh, you're the kid that's bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, this episode has the first of what I like to call Bill is very good at telling stories about serial killers and Wendy does not want him to be telling them. It keeps mm-hmm. happening that they're in social situations where people are like, tell me more about talking to Ed Kemper. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And Nancy's like, no, no, I do not approve. <laughs> this is our secret research. But I'm like, no, I want to know, Bill. I want yeah, to know yeah, Bill's tell stories. me, Bill. Those are all fun stories. It is fun. And it's on like, the other hand, when they're like trying to get help for Brian and like yep. the social worker is like, Tell me more about what it was like to talk to Manson. It's like, hmm, we're getting off topic here. (laughs) You're like, we know everyone's into it, but maybe talking about this stuff all the time and having a murder (laughs) son might be On the other hand, uh, (laughs) since he is late so much and gone a lot, I feel like it's a good thing to have them on his side specifically. Mm, That's true. But yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, the big Holden? thing, the big news, <laughs> Shepard is retiring. Uh, oh, yeah. This, this old bald dude instead. Yeah, he's a lot, the bald dude is a lot cooler with the stuff that Holden has been up to. So uh, it's pretty much like, yes. And then, oh, and then Shepard is like, I got forced out because of your mistakes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, or maybe you got forced out because they wanted someone who would recognize them as not mistakes. But also, that's probably both. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, probably both. Yeah, yeah. Holden has a little panic attack because uh, he uh, is still recovering from the Ed Kemper situation where he got squeeze hugged and uh, mm-hmm. freaked out. Um, and yeah, he's like, the whole episode is like, oh, Shepard's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fishing, ha 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 ha. And Holden's <laughs> like, I hope you have fun fishing. And he's like, you dumb fuck. I'm not going fishing. I'm being fired because of you. I mean, like, forced into retirement. But he's so mad that it forces Holden into a panic attack. And, like, honestly, I'm like, okay, he's dumb, but don't yell at him. Like, yeah, yeah, he's already suffered. Uh, Yeah, he's doing a bad job, but also you suck. Yeah, Yeah, and Gunn is so, like, there's going to be a point I feel like he has to turn and be like, kind of more neck like foot on neck because he's so accommodating to them like he's like I want you guys to be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do and I'm like ooh what's the what's the downside to this (laughs) I do think that he does put a lot of pressure on Bill maybe to sort of Mm. watch watch Holden well he he like talks to both Bill and Wendy and he's like to both of them like you need to watch Holden so now Holden (laughs) you're the special child two babysitters (laughs) Yeah, which honestly probably not even enough. But the yeah. third, the f- or sorry, the fourth guy in their group is Greg? just like fucking Greg. Greg. He's Greg always just so, there. Like everything Greg says is kind of lame, and then occasionally <laughs> he has moments where he shines. But for the most part, it seems like he exists to like take. Like he is like the one who takes all the other characters' um, sort of like basic flaws that they might have, and they're all just on Greg. So, yeah. like, Greg is, like, tripping. 
He's like copying the wrong <laughs> materials. He's just like he climbing around. He keeps getting kicked out of the office whenever they're all talking and Gunn walks in and he's like, I want to talk to you. Greg, get the fuck out. Yeah. And <laughs> then he's like, he's you like, guys are all invited to a party. <laughs> not Greg. Fuck Greg. Not Greg. If he came to the party, it would become so boring. <laughs> like, we don't like Greg. Uh, it's honestly, Yeah. The, and a lot of the the later stuff we see Greg he's not great in the field like I'm not I'm sure he has his qualities he seemed to be fine at transcribing stuff but like he is a pusher of the paper yeah uh, especially <laughs> since in the uh, the third episode we head to Atlanta and we see one of the guys who was interviewed for Greg's position uh, and I'm like he's doing a great job here we could have had him instead of Greg you yeah. bastards. Greg, um, Greg's had some favor called in. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, he's Greg is someone's boy, nephew. Shepherd's not here anymore. Uh, mm. So, oh my god, don't so like many smile. Oh, I wrote "don't like a smile," but I did not write who he's referring to. But it's Gun. I don't like Gun smile. He has a very like pointy smile. Yeah, he's um, got a little uh, uh, devilish look to him at times. Yeah, uh, um, he is. <laughs> Less of a dick than Shepard is, at least. So, you know, there's Yeah. That. He's a uh, dick, but he's on their side. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll be dick to other people, not to you. You're good. Uh, yeah. Which is always fun. Uh, he also promises Holden that he's going to get the Manson. So, uh, wee! That's going to be fun. Uh, Holden's face, he's like, <laughs> which I'm He's worried. He's like, I'm in it for the prestige. Don't, yeah, don't leave him alone in there. Uh, he might get converted. It, it, it could be a problem. It does seem like Holden's still on the cusp of being kind of suspicious. <laughs> but I don't uh, know if that's a direction they'd go in. Yeah. Um, ooh. The second episode, we get Son of Sam, though. Oh, yeah. That, that actor, actor looks... So much like him. I was freaking out because I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at him. And also, son, the son of Sam, David Berkowitz, he had a weird voice. Like, it was higher pitched than you'd expect. And he kind of, he got the voice, too. So I was just like, what the fuck? The casting department Acting. is just like, I have just cloned everybody. Here's my yeah. cloning machine. They did. I feel like they did quite a good job. Also, I realized, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I think I realized it recently that... um. The guy who plays Ed Kemper, that actor, is the, um, he's in The Umbrella Company. Oh. He's the character that falls in love with the donut shop lady, and it's, like, Umbrella super endearing. Academy? Isn't that what it's called? The Umbrella Academy? Yes. Yes. I heard company. <laughs> I was like, oh, The Umbrella Company. Maybe I, maybe I said that, in which like case, the Umbrella Corporation that. from, Something uh, like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever Milo Jovovich Oh my yeah. god, that what, that that thing. That uh, thing. anyways, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. Um so I was kind of like That's I that is uh, literally <laughs> the thing that has made me want to watch that series the most cuz I Oh, is as the Ed Kemper. Yes, cuz he's such a fun actor. Uh, he's quite good in it. Um he's sort of a I don't know, they they have sort of like the villains are kind of scene stealers in that show, to uh, be honest. Yes, as is often the way. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, oh, man, am I on the wrong side? <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, in the, I really love, 
this season they're really leaning into like every investigation has like deep personal meaning for everybody. Uh, we're like they're like when they're talking to son of Sam, he's like, "Oh, I was adopted, and that's why I'm fucked up." And I'm just like, "Bill, don't listen to him." No. Yeah, all of every single character I feel like this season is increasingly like telling Bill to be concerned about his son, like making or, like, eye contact, like children are fucked up, you know. And it's just yeah. like let leave him alone. And Bill's just like, "Oh my god." Uh, yeah, this episode oh boy oh boy the thing comes falling down yes scene of a crime scene of a crime her house uh which i didn't realize she was a realtor but i think it's her first one so maybe this is just something that happened between seasons nancy Uh, with her curly 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 hair (laughs) it looks so fake and i realize that when people have perms like that like it looks that fake but I just want to, like, take it off her head. I just want to, like, reach out and just be like... And it's got to be just a wig, right? Yeah, that's a wig. For her, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, like, when it's real, it looks fake, but it. that's definitely fake. Like, yeah, we can sense this one. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, and but the anyway. fun news, because Bill gets, like... You know, Bill just charming his way onto everything. They show up and they're like, "We found a body at your wife's house." And he's like, "Hey, can I? Uh, can I come he's see like, that?" I happen <laughs> to be the FBI, so uh, I invite myself to this, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel is conflict of interest. But you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, he's just the, like, the, "I brought the <laughs> shoes. I would like to see the crime scene now." Yeah, and the cop is sort of like impressed, like impressed by him, and sort yeah. of excited to work alongside him, quote unquote. <laughs> So it's, yeah, it ends up happening. Um, Bill gets some disturbing insight. Well, this is sort of in the third episode, I think, right? Yeah, uh, you find out, I think in this one, just that it, uh, it was at Nancy's uh, house, the how she was, I guess, representing. I don't know what the term is for realtors. Uh, mm. Which, by the way, as soon as she said that, I was just having like really vivid Santa Clarita diet flashbacks. I was just like, oh my God. Mash up. <laughs> crossover. Oh, man. The most unexpected crossover. Uh, but you find out that it was a toddler who died and uh, was left in a cross position. Fun stuff. Yeah, that's um, pretty creepy. And, you know, my immediately first, my first thought was, uh, well, at the time I was thinking, okay, Bill's son did this. I was like, <laughs> Bill's son did this. But then, then when they were like, a person was murdered, I was kind of like, well, if it's a whole person, like, <laughs> he is a small child. But I was like, if yeah. there's something smaller than him, then he totally did it. And then they were like, he, there was a dead toddler. And I'm like, he did it. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That, like, he's older than he was, but he's still, like, eight years old. Like, he's <laughs> too little to kill a full-ass adult human being. But a toddler, I can believe. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh. On high um, alert on that. <laughs> yeah, so this, uh, in the third episode, is where we, we start seeing the Atlanta stuff, which is, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. the Atlanta stuff. This, like, it builds as the, the season goes along, but holy shit, like, when we come in, there's already, like, nine or ten so, missing children, missing and dead yeah. children. It's like, <laughs> ah! Yeah, it's crazy. It's like the... And and the numbers don't reflect the response. Yeah, it's um, one of those things it. where like it's statistically I that, like, not one, anomalous. Yeah, this this is um like I understand it's based on like a real thing, so they're not making this up. And also they're like, oh, statistically this isn't that bad. But um, it 
stresses me out to no end to hear about how child murders and disappearances were treated in the 80s because a lot of the time if a kid disappeared they would just be like eh they just ran away that's what <laughs> kids do we're not gonna look for him I feel Fuck like them. they also probably well I don't know it seems like they don't have many tools at their disposal they're just kind of like a kid that's gone that's like if someone walks across a river and the dogs are like he's gone like it's like (laughs) there's also yeah that's the thing is that you even if they were a runaway there's like no way to find them so like you can't prove if the kid's dead although here you find but they have a bunch of bodies so it's like yeah. Um, but you later find out in uh, our next chunk of episodes that like they haven't even done interviews on the like the people who were around when the kid went missing. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just criminal, like just negligence. Honestly, um, the one cop they talk to who's like doing mob surveillance, who like they hand this shit to, and he's like, eh. It's a good job that they connected all these things, but, like, nah. I don't think he talks with an Italian accent. That's how, he, that's how I choose to remember him. Uh, yeah. Because he, um, these, the moms, the uh, Atlanta child murder moms are yeah. fucking such, they're all such good actresses. Uh, yeah. But they, like, they have managed to get a hold of Holden and, like, guilt him to the extreme. <laughs> they're just, like... The disapproving mom stares just cut him to his core. Yeah, and he seems really open to it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, like, wants to know. Well, he's also kind of like, I just want to catch everybody. And <laughs> so he's like, a new th- new person to catch, consider him catched. And I'm like, yeah. hold in, it's going to take a lot more work than that. But he's just, like, into <laughs> into being fished out for this, I guess. Yeah. And he, he's um, willing to cooperate. <laughs> It's especially, it's nice for him to focus on something because when he's uh, in Atlanta with um, Barney, I think, it's Jim Barney, mm-hmm. the the guy who they interviewed for Greg's position who didn't get picked, um, mm-hmm. they're interviewing because Bill can't be there because of toddler death um, and mm-hmm. other reasons. Uh, he They interview, uh, like, will what's his name? William Pierce, the one who's like common junior. I speak seven languages. And oh, he like yeah. Six and he's like, what's the seventh one? <laughs> English. Um, he gets, it's one of those things where like the whole first season was Holden kind of like hopefully realizing that he was maybe getting a bit too big for his britches. And then he's like, nope. That, and then his that bridge is getting still huge. there. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> oh, they're dumb and they don't know anything. And why am I talking to them? It's like, Holden, Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You got to talk to people. Slow your roll. It's going to take a minute to conduct this research. <laughs> also, like, not all serial killers are smart. You realize that, right? Like, Yeah, that was sort of the moral of the, well, the moral, so to speak, of, the, of this little section of episodes. Yeah. Sort of like the murderers who are less helpful and interesting than Kemper, basically. Yeah. Um, and also, like, uh... And I think Kemper makes this point um, in a couple of episodes, but like the, the the fact that their statistics are all based on killers that were caught also yeah. like wildly <laughs> changes the, the, their like research. 
it really uh, emphasizes BTK. Also yeah, just because he gets away with it for like a good and thirty-five years or so. Every little like episode begins with him just like fumbling around in real being life, just like five minutes from being. <laughs> just like, don't yeah. look at this. Don't look at me. Yeah. Oh Even man. if he wasn't a murderer, he's like tracing porn, like creepy shit on magazines yeah. at the library. And I'm like, how is no one catching him? God <laughs> yeah. damn it. Yeah. It, it is sort of interesting. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Holden really is like, oh, yeah, these are people are a waste of my time. I'm like, Holden, you shut the fuck up and you go to those interviews. Uh, yeah, sort of part of your work is to have your time wasted sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's and sort that of how it goes. The thing <laughs> about the way this season seems to be going is um, there's so much more going on because the BSU is expanding so much that, like, Whereas a lot of the first season was like, oh, we're going to build our, like, caseload and interview and interview. <laughs> well, that. Uh, they're like, we're going to solve every crime in the world, basically. Yeah. We're to the yeah. point where I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. Like, I feel Bill, like was... you cannot stretch yourself this far. Holden, maybe you can. You don't seem to have much going on. But, like, Bill, yeah. please take a break. Holden is just like, this is my whole life. Um, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of like people being like we're gonna map the entire human genome and it's gonna be incredible and then they did it and they're like this doesn't actually help us very much <laughs> it's like great glenn okay <laughs> like, yeah oh, you did it <laughs> you did Congrats. something yeah it does uh, seem like with their work they in the in this show they have more steps that they plan to take but like at this stage holden is pretty into Still into himself yeah. quite a bit. It's also, <laughs> like, he's very into himself, um, and it's so chaotic that, like, I know everyone keeps being, like, keep an eye on Holden, but, like, they keep just letting him wander off. They, they really, they're like, keep an eye on him, and then Bill's like, I have to watch my murder son. Like, I, give me a minute. Like, so I need to bye, go. Bye, Holden. Have fun. Uh, <laughs> Holden just wanders off into the distance. Uh yeah, him, I thought Barney did, like, a really good job of, like, balancing him out in the interviews, too. I was kind of worried that he would be a Greg presence. Yeah, uh, yeah but he, he was like, especially, a lot more active and creative yeah, than Greg. <laughs> especially with the first one, uh, Pierce, he does, like, he brings him back because Holden's, like, distracted the entire time and he's not really trying. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, he brings out the... I thought they were Reese's cups, but they turned out to be something else, and I can't remember what. <laughs> it was like Milo Mars oh, or something. Yeah, yeah uh, some kind of candy that sounds like it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's definitely a thing I've sort of heard of, I guess. They're like, uh, Werther's original. I guess it wouldn't be even called original. It would just be Werther's. <laughs> just grandma candy. Uh, grandma it candy. just Here like is sliding it across the table. Like, does this make you change your mind? And it does. And that's the thing about... The not very smart, they're easily bought. Uh, <laughs> that's the <laughs> lesson. Uh, uh, but yeah, I did like the uh, the episode ends with um, Holden like playing the recording of the interviews for the team back at home. And he's like, yeah, I got nothing. And Wendy's like, because you weren't trying, you dense asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> get him. Get him, Wendy. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's like, pull no punches. <laughs> Don't have time for that. 
Especially since then Wendy is immediately like, I have no time for you. Uh, the the one through line of the these first three episodes is like Holden brings her to this shitty, shitty bar and she's like, I see a I see a lady. I see a lady. <laughs> uh, and then she hears that she's a lesbian and she's like, oh, I guess she's I'll like, be showing up here a lot. Are the chances? <laughs> like, I, Wendy is, she, I do get annoyed that like so much time is being spent on stuff that is not like murder related because I'm, a, I'm like here, I'm here for the murder stuff. But right. I do like how bad Wendy is at relationships. It stresses me out, but she's, Really kind of awkward as shit. Like She's when it comes to anything that's not esque. academic. <laughs> yeah, like it's sort of like she doesn't know how to speak. Like it almost feels, I don't know, like their dialogue between her and her new uh, love I think interest. It's Kay. Kay, that Every seems right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kay, Kay is like very normal person. I would She's say. She's very hip. Yeah, like, she's definitely cooler than Holden's girlfriend, <laughs> who, like, didn't... Like, she's, like, way more fleshed out than that girl was. Yeah, Debbie. But I'm also, like, Wendy is so weird. You're making it <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I, I kind of get the impression oh. that, like, because... And she talks about this um, sort of in the next chunk, because her first relationship... Which we saw a bit, right? Uh, was like with an older woman who kind of takes charge more. She's like not used to being in an equal relationship, so she's just kind of like, I don't know how to ex- coexist with a person who's not like taking charge of everything. <laughs> Which I'm like, Wendy, please, <laughs> Wendy, you got this. Come on. <laughs> this is like the thing of like uh, psychiatrists having psychiatrists in like a loop forever where I'm just like, <laughs> Wendy, please get some sort of therapist to talk this through with you. Yeah. Like you cannot like- <laughs> recognize your own issues that are right in front of you. And everyone who is working in this unit should be required. Oh my to, God. Like, be under so many psych evaluations. They should <laughs> uh, like have the debriefing after every yeah. like, interview. It's like, you okay? Anything about that? Make you yeah. think of your personal life, maybe? Th- then you they could... might have found out Holden was having panic attack after panic attack. Like, mm. it's like, hmm, <laughs> where's the, like, where are the people helping them? Yeah, just, yeah, this this whole thing with the baby crucifix. Oh my God. Is like, let Bill go home, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, oh God. Uh, yeah, it, like, the thing too is because his kid is like, Brian is so fucked up. Every single interview, I'm like, oh God, that's an aspect. They're <laughs> like, Brian, oh, Jesus, what the, <laughs> stop it, Brian. Yeah, Brian doesn't. Like, do we ever see him talk? Also, I feel uh, like he I'm, talked in the first episode, I believe. Maybe Brian speaks. He's a quiet kid. Which I'm I, like, I don't I've appreciate. Definitely heard him speak. Why do they? I'm like, I know they're often quiet kids, but I was a quiet kid just because <laughs> I was shy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the The difference is, uh, I didn't He's ever murdered. like. Participate murder. in a baby murder, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, by Neither the way, <laughs> um, as always, I think to Bill Tench's real life child who didn't commit a baby murder, as far as I can tell. Oh but God. 
this was based on an actual um thing, the crucifix thing specifically, and the the toddler. Uh, I think in Philadelphia, um, that was an actual like crime, which yeah, God, that's fucked up. I really hate that. Uh, yeah, and also oh, San Francisco, totally mm-hmm. different area. Yes, but yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's also something kind of... It's like, this is the interesting part about the show, but also the weird part about the show is it's crossover into real stuff. Mm, yeah. Like, I saw some article that was, like, like the mother of one of the Atlanta children was just like, would have been nice if, like, the producers had been like, hey, we're going to talk about the murder of your child on yeah. TV while you're still alive, and we're going to fictionalize it, and we're not going to pay you. And it's like... <laughs> that's their likeness like <laughs> yeah that's that's that that does turn to weird corners oh also yeah. mm. uh fun update about the uh real life crucifixion case uh, uh the court declared the two children uh that they lacked parental control and took them away from their their family and put them in foster care <laughs> so i guess bill's doing okay on that front um God. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Bill, we are concerned. Yeah. Uh, Nancy's hair distresses me so much. Sorry, that was like yeah. a weird... Yeah, that is, <sighs> that is something I think about every scene she is in. Yeah. And like once yeah. the acting takes over, I'm like, oh yeah, character. But like <laughs> when I first see her every time, I'm like, God, duh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I look forward... Um, it looks like the Atlanta child murders are like the big mystery of the season, uh, yeah. which is going to be interesting. I know it gets like it escalates way worse than it is we see in this first uh, these first couple yeah. episodes, which is oh god, oh yeah. <laughs> those are stressful. Um, like all stuff where uh, the police is just like we're doing stuff, and then like but we don't they know. haven't they haven't done anything. It's just like ah. The but, stuff um, we're doing is freaking out. <laughs> we're just, like, we're just, I don't know, wandering around the forest. Just looking. Yeah. Being uh, super helpful. And- yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah uh, look, the, I know of a couple of the, the future killers that we're going to talk to. Uh, so excited to see those. Uh, very excited to see uh, the guy who played Charles Manson in two big events this summer. <laughs> Again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tarantino yeah. did this. Um, I don't think I know about that many other ones, but I'm excited to see them. Uh, I think because they started off with like some hard hitters, it's kind of like yeah. okay, who are the other ones? Yeah, uh, yeah. Although I do find the um, the lesser known cases interesting uh, in that you know you don't know the entire details, uh, which right. uh, makes it makes it fun. Uh, it also means that I can't tell if that actor looks a lot like them. But you know, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Just also, like, like with Son of Sam, I was like, God, what the hell? So similar. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So in, in some previous episodes, or no, not previous. In the next few episodes. Oh, I was thinking that uh, I'd read somewhere. I'm not totally sure how accurate this was, but that uh, BTK was like investigated multiple times before he was caught. Ooh. So I wonder if these we characters are going to... 
Yeah, maybe the characters will still meet. Maybe oh, not necessarily in this shit. season, but like yeah. next season or something. That would but be like, really interesting. Yeah, I, I thought I saw something that was like people suspected his connection with like some of them or something, but it was just like not, there wasn't enough of a threat, which makes sense that like the actual murderer would be suspected like <laughs> for murders. So it'll be interesting to see if they try yeah. to incorporate that at all. The, um, the part where I think it's in the second episode. I can't remember uh-huh. which episode this is now where Bill goes, um, kind of on his own to investigate the BTK stuff on was, um, own. super yes. interesting. Uh, <laughs> the brother of the girl that was killed, um, the one that they were like, BTK never claimed her or he like has never confirmed that that one was his, but he oh, has a talk right. with the survivor. Um, and God, all those cases are so fucked up. Um, yeah. Yeah. BTK is one of like, he is a dumb person and like his poetry is really fucking bad, but the way he committed his crimes, absolutely fucking terrifying. Hate it. Don't like yeah. it. They were just, like, sitting in your house. No. No, like. Um, Windows, doors, everything is locked. Got a whole bag of golf clubs. Yeah, like, (laughs) Like, um, laid around the room. When Bill's talking to the detective who investigated the first murder, the one that they suspect to be his first, he's like, yeah, women still check that their phone lines are are uncut when they come home. And I'm like, good. That sounds good. I'm like, smart. And then I was like... (gasps) And then cell phones are invented even better. (laughs) It's just like, it does, there are lots of moments where I feel like this series points out how much easier it was to be, like you mentioned this before, I think, be a serial killer. The John Mulaney bit where he's just like, God, how easy was it to commit murders? And like, I think like, yeah, like that was sort of the, (laughs) it was just like a, a thing that could only really take off in that time period. So I kind mm-hmm. of feel like we are out of that era, which is kind of Yeah, it's, nice. um, uh, I have to find the uh, the name of the, it's a Netflix show too. They have um, a little, like, it's a six-part miniseries. I don't know if they're going to make more episodes about, mm. like, kinds of evidence. Ooh, um, into it. And so they're, like, blood splatter uh, eyewitness. And, like, forensics. each episode goes so into, like, a specific kind of forensics and why it's kind of bullshit. Um <laughs> We so all basically, <laughs> yeah, they all just choose a case where it's like someone was convicted on this kind of evidence and here's why it was wrong. And this person oh lost God. like 20 years of their life. Oh um, my God. And it's one of those paid. things where you can, you can use it as part of a larger picture. But if you're like, he did it and here's the blood splatter that says so, it's like, nope, that's not good enough evidence. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, all of it is up to so much interpretation. Mm. Um, which is one of the things that stresses me out when I, yeah, when I watch forensic files, I'm always just like, oh, that wouldn't be allowed in court. Oh no, that, that neither. Oh God, (laughs) did this person even do it? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. And they, um, not to, uh, you know, talk about the next section. Um, but we do see some like interesting effects of like politics affecting, how an investigation goes like it becomes you know they as as the people on the bachelor would say they're in it for the wrong reasons <laughs> it's yeah. like you're not here to to find love you're here to be on the show like and that's uh that's the thing about 
Mindhunter uh, and a lot of crime shows is that like crime is like the police don't always know what the fuck is going on and like this yeah. group like the the because of the function of the show there are heroes we're like yeah we support them mostly uh, <laughs> but like yeah. they can they can still fuck up a lot uh, and they're idealized you know yeah and through the lens of Hollywood writers and there it's interesting lot. in this case specifically because it is based on a real life um crime well many real life crimes but like the the two people they're real people um and like the mind hunter the book is one of their like autobiographies uh, uh. and i know it's it's a weird thing because some of it is fictionalized and some of it isn't and so it just kind of turns into this weird kind of mass where you're like is this pro fbi anti fbi i have no idea yeah. what the fuck is going on here <laughs> who am i supposed to be rooting for um yeah but uh yeah interested to see how it goes i definitely know that the atlanta shit is gonna go bad given how uh like bad that case gets <laughs> so mm. i'm like oh there's so much so much more shit to go down yeah. uh which gonna be fun but um definitely yeah. Definitely, God, I love this show. Timmy yeah. Fisher, just make nonstop murder content forever. Zodiac is like one of the best movies ever. Just you know, keep keep plugging yeah. away. It's good stuff. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna be talking about episodes four, five, and six in our next episode of No Improvement. So make sure you watch those before you listen to that. And thank you so much for listening to us talk about the first three episodes of the second heat season of Mindhunter. Um, we got two more episodes covering the next chunks. Yeah, out. very excited. F- finishing it up, and uh, what should our? Uh, there's so many. There's so much advice we can give. Oh this my show. god! Don't don't be a Holden is <laughs> for the first part. <laughs> like once you got a beat down at work, try to keep your head down a little bit. Stop being a whiny little baby. <laughs> yeah, like you need to not draw attention to yourself for at least a minute, especially <laughs> since. He knows he's being babysat. Like, I think he can tell. Yeah. Maybe and calm he, down. And as a, as a person who's dealing with panic attacks, it's kind of like, bro, you got to just chill in general. Like, <laughs> your lifestyle is not going to help you here. Um, so, yeah, we'll just, we'll just see what happens there. And just remember, everyone, to, to yeah. take care of yourselves <laughs> and be realistic about uh, your impact on your uh, specific research and or industry. <laughs> Stay humble. Um, and yeah, so we're going to be talking about the next three episodes, four, five, and six in the next episode of No Improvement. Thank you so much again for listening and goodbye. Bye. Why? <laughs> <laughs>